0: Welcome to the Speaking of Math podcast, episode number 69 by door to math This podcast is devoted to all things math education and how parents can be a positive factor in their kids' math learning. Math is the gateway to many professional careers as well as confidence and personal growth. Find more information at www.doortomathwithnumber2.com or on social media at YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at TucsonMathDoc. When our kids were growing up, the one thing that really got to me is when they couldn't concentrate on homework. And I must admit, I ended up yelling at them a few times, and I really didn't feel good about that.
1: Yeah, that's actually a pretty common uh, thing that I see uh, parents come in and say, how do I not yell? It's not that I want to yell. I know yelling is bad. So, two things. Let's... uh I'll share with what I do with the moms uh, who bring the kids over here. Uh, I show up uh, with a brain scan of the brain. On one side, it looks like a dementia brain. The other side is a healthy one. The one on the dementia one, it's a from a Harvard research. So when yelling happens, it injures the mind and reduces the intelligence. That's not a surprising, right? But here's the thing, though. The surprising thing is that... Uh, The brain, a a grow, a growing brain, actually stop growing, and the brain actually does look the one look like a dementia. Once I show that picture to parents, they their jaw drops, and I think having a mental image, uh, something a little stronger, almost shocking, just add a little bit more resistance when you just about to get boiling point. You can remember picture better than words, right? So I'll I'll do that first. Second thing is, I always say, when the yelling happens, uh, homework turn into power struggle. So you think of a fire, right? The way you stop fire is not to... pour water on it, especially if the fire is caused by oil and you actually starve the oxygen. That's the best way. So you throw baking soda on top or you close the lid or something. You starve the oxygen so the fire doesn't keep on burning. Well, when it comes to yelling and uh, homework time and be, not be able to concentrate, oftentimes, this is what I see at the office here, it's uh, it turning into power struggle. So you want to stop that power struggle right in there.
0: All right. So the first thing I hear is recognize that it's a power struggle. And whenever you get in a power struggle with the kids, it's a downward, str- it's a downward spiral.
1: Right. We're all human. I mean, you know, I've, I've lost it sometimes. and We all have different buttons. And for you, I happen to be the constant reminding, concentrate, concentrate, right? And then fifth, seventh time and you lose it, that we're human. So knowing that, uh, you don't want to go to the power struggle rather than there um, and have the picture of the dementia brain that gives us adults a better way to resisting to get to that boiling point to begin with, right? Right. And uh second thing is when you're trying to starve the power struggle this may sound surprising for some parents, it may not but not all kids who can't concentrate, they're trying to get you button. Some kids just have innate, shorter concentration length. I'll explain that. So, in tennis, there's a stroke number. Each player naturally able to concentrate and focus. For people like me who are a little more um, short-tempered, We don't have seven stroke numbers before we make a mistake. I'm forced to mistake, right? So my stroke number is more like four. Knowing that if I try to play a consistent game, I most likely is going to lose because I can't play that game well. But my coach said if we develop a style that's a little more aggressive, you pull the trigger a little faster and go a little more aggressive, that suits your personality better, right? So that makes sense to me. Now coming back to the math homework. It's the same thing. So if your child has a smaller or shorter innate concentration length and you're getting frustrated not knowing that concentration length is shorter and not be able to deal with that, it often it turns into a power struggle.
0: Right. I think I'm getting this a little bit. Now that I remember, it seems like our daughter could do homework for a little bit longer than our son. So our daughter could sit there for an hour concentrated without any sort of problem and our son would stop maybe at 20 to 30 minutes and then he would need a break or do whatever after that.
1: Right, so... Just to have that one awareness helps a lot, right? So if you have a, an hour homework, for example, and if you can only concentrate 20 minutes at a time, then you need a three-segment to do that homework, right? So I think if parents are aware that, knowing that's three segments to get it done, then if outside the 20 minutes, you wouldn't be as stressed out because he's really not trying to push your button. It's just his time, ability to concentrate is done for that little period.
0: Okay, so I guess one way to figure out how long they can concentrate is just watch them do homework. But that doesn't always work. Is there some other ways I can do that?
1: Uh, the best way I found for parents who ask that is watch your kid fold the clean laundries. That usually gives you a pretty good clue, right? Even the kids who don't like laundry, and no kids likes laundry, but the ones who have longer concentrated length can do the laundry <laughs> a little bit longer. That gives you a little bit of clue. Uh, which side of your kit is really airing on.
0: Okay, so what you're saying is get their laundry out, wash it and just dump it on their floor and just say do it and just count the time?
1: Uh, somewhat-ish. I mean, you have the problem of, uh, what is that, Schorchenzer's cat, right? So when you're actually observing it, you change the things you're observing. Now, put that aside, that does give you a rough idea which end, which spectrum your kit is going to be on.
0: Or even, I guess, kind of make it a game. Okay, how long how long can you pull laundry for before you get bored?
1: For example, right, if your kid really is on the shortest attention span, then you deal with what you have. So first step is just to accept the reality. If it's a shorter attention span, you just plan more intervals.
0: Alright. So that brings up my next question. So say my son is on the low end of the intervals. He can only do math homework for 20 minutes. But you need a after all, you need a one-hour of math homework. Uh, how do you get those intervals in?
1: Yeah, I think the first thing is, like you said, knowing the interval. Once you know the interval, as the interval gets second, first one is a little easier keep that 20 minutes. Second one is going to be a little more difficult. Third one is going to be less effective, right? So I always tell, I'll tell students, if you are on this shorter end, what you want to do is do the homework backward almost. Do the hardest one first. That's when you have the best concentration. And when you get to the last interval, you're really tired and exhausted. The homework, since you're doing it backward, it's easier homework. That tend to balance it out and give you a better chance to finish the homework.
0: All right, so what I can say to my son is, okay, you can can do homework for 15 minutes this time, but I want you to start with the hardest one first.
1: Yes, work with what you have.
0: Okay, so after I get my... First 15 minutes, and I I guess I kind of ask him what, how does he feel like, and then we come to an agreement when we can do the next 15 minutes until it's all done.
1: I mean, it, it is a lot of work, but see, here's the thing. As math gets heavier and heavier, the earlier you do this type of work with your child, the better off, because math is not heavy, and you form the habits when they're young. Mm-hmm.
0: And I did notice that over the years, our son could concentrate on homework longer. So if they have some seeds of success getting the figuring out how to get a longer homework and break it up into several smaller pieces, they can do that, they can gradually extend their interval.
1: I do, I do really think so. I mean you when your mind is quiet, focusing the ability to focus open the door for the child in their own mind, right? Once the mind is open, you go in there. You actually learn something, and I think that little success is going to build momentum.
0: Okay, so let's summarize. Um, I used to have this big frustration that my kids couldn't concentrate on homework, especially math homework, and I did come, I did yell several times. I'm not proud of it, but I did. And uh, what we talked about today is how to not yell at the kids when they uh, can't concentrate on homework. And the first thing is to realize that it's a power struggle and just to step back a little bit before it gets worse. And then after that, we talked about just different kids have natural, innate amount of time they can uh, concentrate on. Uh, Some kids can concentrate an hour doing math homework, no problem. Some kids can only do 20 minutes. And when our kids can only do 20 minutes, there are still ways to get the job done. And one way is to break it up into two, three, or more sections of of time that you do the homework. And we can can say to our kids, all right, so let's do the homework for 15 minutes, but I want you to do the hardest one first once they get that done. Figure out how long to take a break for, and then do another 15-minute session until it's all done.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good summary. So I think in terms of picture, I'm a more visual learner. So if you have to walk, say, a mile, right, you want to make the shoe is comfortable. If it's too small, it's not comfortable. If it's too big, it's not comfortable. And if you have sand, a lot of kids have texting, right, by their homework station, which I, I don't recommend because it breaks your concentration, right? So you want to make sure the shoe fits and it doesn't have sand. It's same similar thing with our homework journey. You want to make sure the amount of time kind of more or less fits what the child's innate concentration length is and help go from there.
0: All right. On that note on concentration, until next time.
1: Happy parenting.